Welcome to the Innovation and Compliance Podcast, part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Join us every week as we talk with industry innovators who are making compliance to help business run more efficiently and at the end of the day, more profitably. Here's your host, Tom Fox. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist. And I'd like to welcome you to part five of my five-part exploration of the intersection of Sherlock Holmes and Com- Innovation and Compliance. Today in part five, I take up the digital future. What is the future of your compliance function? Is it ready for a digital future? For if it is not, not only will you fail as a chief compliance officer in your role as a leader, you will fail in your role as a compliance practitioner in helping your company do business ethically and in compliance. You will not be able to demonstrate the effectiveness of your compliance program as now required by the Department of Justice, most clearly set out in the evaluation of corporate compliance programs and the new FCPA corporate enforcement policy. Today's podcast is informed by the adventure of the Copper Beaches, in which Holmes exclaimed, data, 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 as he cried impatiently. I can't make bricks without clay. In this story, Violet Hunter, Violet Hunter, a governess has paid an outrageously high sum to cut her waist-length hair short, wear a blue dress, and sit with her back to the gardens of an estate. She is forbidden from one wing of the manor, and of course, the owner of the estate and its entire staff are typically, or even more so, eccentric than a typical English estate owner and staff. Holmes and Watson arrived to discover not a madwoman in the attic, but the owner's stepdaughter being starved and tortured so she would sign over her inheritance her deceased mother had left her, which her stepfather wants to purloin. Holmes and Watson free the daughter and the owner's starved mastiff attacks and mauls him. Holmes' inference from his quote was that one cannot draw solid conclusions without data, much the same as you cannot build solid bricks without clay. The materials you use to build your business are just as or even more essential than your expected outcome. You need the right data from the right people on the right platform before you can expect any return. Yet it's this need for data that drives homes. One thing that has been made clear about the current compliance profession is that it has evolved considerably, and the need for data and its accurate interpretation is even more paramount. Wei Chen and Eugene Soltz, writing in a Harvard Business Review article entitled Why Compliance Programs Fail and How to Fix Them, discuss the use of metrics to help design and evaluate corporate compliance programs. They stated, simple univariate metrics will not adequately capture a program's effectiveness. Successful compliance engineering requires some creativity, some testing, and careful model design to appropriately measure outcomes. In other words, this means data, data, data. Are you as a CCO ready for this innovation? And more importantly, is your compliance program ready for such rigor? In an MIT Sloan Management Review article entitled, Is Your Company Ready for a Digital Future? Authors Peter Wilde and Stephanie Werner explored pathways that businesses can use to become more efficient in the digital future. They apply equally to corporate compliance functions. Future-ready enterprises will be able to innovate to engage and satisfy customers at the same time reducing costs. Their goal is to meet the customer's expectations rather than push products, and customers can expect to have a good experience no matter which service delivery channel they choose. On the operational side, companies' capabilities are modular and agile. Data is a strategic asset to be shared and accessible to all those in the company's company who need it. If you substitute employees for customers in that quote, you have a very good description of a fully focused and operationalized compliance program. 
The problem generally is that compliance services are supported by a complex set of business processes, systems, and data. The result is a fragmented, labor-intensive, and frustrating employee experience, often made worse by product silos within the company. The authors identify four ways to achieve a better digital future. The first is to standardize your platform so compliance solutions can be delivered. This manner allows a more integrated service experience for the employee. It requires a strong design for your compliance solution with input from users for their experiences. This is called a feedback loop system, feeding back information into your compliance system in a continuous loop that allows for continuous improvement. The second approach in improving your employee's experience through a more integrated approach is to operationalizing compliance. It can include such non-compliance concepts as more mobile apps and access to useful websites, improving compliance communications through greater speak-up culture and empowering relationship managers, all with the goal of increasing your employees' compliance experience. This ties into what Wei Chen and Eugene Schultz discussed of whether compliance training works to prevent misconduct and reinforce a company's ethical values. The next approach is to tie operationalization of your compliance to the business objectives. Obviously, doing business ethically and in compliance should be a standard business objective, but if your compliance program can help the business run more efficiently and more profitably, it will certainly take your compliance program to the new level. With this approach, the difference between success and failure is having a roadmap that informs everyone's efforts versus taking a haphazard approach. The best way to tell the difference is to ask a manager how a specific project fits into an overall plan. The advantage is that the steps, which consist of a tightly coordinated set of projects, are smaller, thereby reducing risk. Whichever route your organization might take to robustly embrace a digital future, the real work begins after you decide how to proceed. You will need to have a stick to itness, which will require real commitment, just not just from yourself as CCO, but also as from the chief executive officer, senior management, and the board. Then all company stakeholders will need to understand where compliance is going and how it plans to get to that digital future. Finally, the digital era is a great opportunity for leaders to reinvent the enterprise. The most successful enterprises will need to become future-ready and ambidextrous, constantly innovating to improve customer experience, also while working to reduce costs. I would add that if you do not embrace this digital future for compliance, not only your company will not have a documented, non-effective compliance program, yourself as a CCO or compliance professional will be consigned to the dustbin of those who have been left behind. Innovation is in compliance, is here to stay. Embrace it or you will be overtaken. I hope you've enjoyed this short series as much as I've enjoyed uh, researching it, putting it together for you. Uh, I'm a huge Sherlock Holmes fan. I hope you are too. If you have not read uh, any of the uh, short stories or novels, I can only uh, suggest that uh, you do so. Uh, They are great reads, a lot of fun, and they're things that you can go back to for inspiration in a wide variety of areas. Obviously inspired me for this one-week series. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for listening. If you're a compliance professional looking for a convenient and effective way to fulfill your continuing education requirements, go to fcpacompliancereport.com slash courses and choose from four hour-long training packages that will keep you current. fcpacompliancereport.com slash courses.